Welcome to Rig for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens. I'm Frank. And I'm Ali. And we are in a parking lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're bringing the adventure I to you. <laughs> I didn't mean to oversell that. Sorry. <laughs> We're, it, you got you to gotta give a little context. 100%. We're in a parking lot surrounded by mountain bikers. Yeah. Because we're over here at the Bomber Crew, whatever number. Number seventy six. <laughs> no, this is actually our first Veterans Day ride. Oh, is this an actual Veterans Day ride? It is. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Better late than never. So, who's? Who, I mean, introduce yourself. All right. So, my name's Alfredo. Everybody knows me as Fred. Uh, one of the originators of Bomber Crew. I'm a uh, Marine Corps veteran of eight years. Uh, and yeah, we just. Uh, started this whole thing you know just try to basically to get veterans uh off the couch nice. uh, away from bad thoughts and and on the trails so uh myself and greg here we've been riding together for a while hello everybody greg uh, i was in the navy for uh for 10 years and uh with the marines the whole time and uh freddie and i just kind of got together and this kind of pushed the, the 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 rock down the hill and then we find ourselves here in a uh on a Veterans uh, Veterans Day weekend, uh, uh, with a bunch of people out here uh, supporting our our uh, our mission, so Dude, it's very nice. You, uh, by the way, like we can't see you in the video, yeah, unfortunately, sorry. but Greg, you're you're a beautiful human being because you took us basically on a private safari tour of some of the better trails around here. <laughs> a private safari in our backyard. Dude, <laughs> it was it was so much fun, and like literally, it was. Me, Frank, Sam, his son, Charlie, from Dead Man. Oh, it's my foot. Um, oh, <laughs> um, and, uh, and Greg over here, we, we lost a couple people eventually, but it was, it was a lot of fun. You have a lot of patience. Yeah. You know, uh, that, I appreciate that's what we're you. About. I'm sorry to talk over you, but uh, that's what we're about, you know, just getting people out here. And uh, you guys hadn't seen the trail, so I, I was like, let's go. Uh, I'll show you where, where to go and yeah. and give you a heads up on what you're what to look for so you don't end up in the bushes. Yep. So. Which is ironic because, Ali, you lived here for a while yeah, in I was this about, area. I was about to say, it's like I lived here for a good, solid, I don't know, we were here for four years. And... I used to ride on the opposite side, or I'd go all the way to Whiting, oh, right. the right. there. Yeah. And it's like, I never even knew this was here. Yeah. I've lived here for almost 20 years. Oh, wow. Wow. And I've never ridden Waterworks. Wow. Yeah. Like, ever. Wow. Such wow. a fun trail. Yeah. Because I always, because I live right by Aliso Wood Canyon. Sure. And so, like, everything is there. And then my other friends, we usually go to Whiting because we do a ride there, like a, uh, a for like an industry ride. Sure. Right. And so we go there. So, between those two, like, I ride so much between those two trails that yeah. I don't really want to venture or need to venture out. Sure. So, it's like, it's just kind of sad in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. this in my backyard. I've never ridden it. Yeah. It's, it's funny. The, the way we found out about this trail was uh, Nick's 13 year old son. This was like, but last year, the year before, yeah. he was younger. And we didn't know this trail even existed either. And he's like, you know, 12 or 11, whatever. And he's on, on YouTube. And he's like, hey, there's this trail that's like down the street from me and from our house. And <laughs> yeah, you guys so should, bitching. we should go ride it. And we're like, oh, okay. So we started looking it up. And here, and that's how we ended up coming to this place and loved it so much that we, we you know, we're, we're, we, we frequent this place a lot. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's, it's a gnarly trail. Like, it kind of reminds me at the end, at the very beginning of like Whiting. Yeah. Um, towards towards the middle of Whiting Ranch Trail, like out in Saddleback, like towards the middle part of the beginning, like you end up in all those switchbacks. And this thing was like, it makes you want to go so fast and then suddenly you hit a corner like super hot. You're doing it. Yeah. You're doing like a full, like a hairpin yeah. and you're coming in hot and you're like, whoa, full, full hand of brake. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Just grabbing all the brake that you can, that you can get. And, and sliding into it yeah no it definitely has some it was a fun trail yeah, like yeah. Said, it was very flowy very fun i love the fact that there's like 
alternate lines. There's jump lines right, and right. there's just straight shot lines so that, you know, as you progress and as you get better, you can just switch up your line, but you're still doing the same trail. And yeah. you can get some serious air. Oh. Some of these jumps are oh, we were sure. solid. We were getting yeah. some air down there. And that's yeah. why we chose this trail for this type of ride to invite all kinds of riders because, you know, you don't have to hit the jumps. You know, if you're a straight up beginner, first time on a bike today, you can go around that. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and still be okay. Or you can be a total shredder and send it off the big jumps totally. and, well, and still be on the same trail. What was cool about going with Greg was I think you kept a kind of good pace. I don't, I don't think you were going all out. Right no. And uh, and so it helped us who have never been on that trail kind of yeah. still have fun, but not put ourselves in a position where we were going to like really eat shit. So, right. Yeah. I mean, granted, you really could no okay. matter what, but you know, it was, it that was, was a fun trail. It was man. good going with somebody who knew the trail real well. Definitely. Well, that's what's nice about the trail. Uh, the potential for uh, disaster is there. Oh, totally. But you can, you can avoid it, you know. And uh, my intent was just to get you guys, uh, let you know what's coming. So, so that uh, you uh, you could prepare for it and then not have a disaster. Right. <laughs> the, first, accomplished. the part where I knew that I needed to listen to Greg was he, he told us like seven times, "Hey guys, there's a there's a there's a switchback. Like it's the first thing you're gonna hit. You're gonna go down. You're gonna jump in the trail and you're gonna hit a switchback and it's gonna come up quick. Do not go hot in that first straight yeah. line. You're gonna want to because partially yeah. He doesn't yeah. say that part though. He doesn't say you're gonna really want to go fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. He says he says do not come in hot. And he said that like seven times. I so we're like, all right, take it easy. We're gonna hit the switchback. Just remember, it's it's tight. What do we do? Yeah, yeah. Come in oh shit! Because <laughs> there's so much fun. Oh shit! You were, yeah. <laughs> I, I think my exact words were, "Oh shit!" You weren't kidding. <laughs> and I said, "I told you." <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, it was, oh, man, it was, it was good. good. And uh, nobody, nobody went off the trail, and uh, yeah, I, I think almost. we had a, a pretty good time. Yeah, no, it was solid. Yeah. It was solid. Well, so, yeah. how are, are you guys? I mean, the bomber crew, the core group, right? Yeah. The guys that kind of, I guess, run it. Sure. Um, are you guys all mountain bikers? Like uh, like legit like you guys have been riding for a long time. This is what you do. Are you guys all mountain bikers? That's is that funny. Like, uh, or so yeah, I mean, I'll yeah. start it. Yeah. We we were not. We haven't all been mountain bikers for a long time. Um, I started riding in 2017. Um, Greg started riding, you know, 2019. So you know, we just started so, well, well, a, lot a couple of years around like, the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. COVID. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. COVID mountain bike. No, but uh, I mean, for us, it was just like I, I just got a bike because I wanted to get in better shape. You know, um, I had heard that it was a good, good self therapy for like uh, yeah. PTSD and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's why I started doing it. You know what I mean? I, you know, I've been diagnosed with PTSD through you know the VA and stuff like that from from military service, and so, uh, you know, riding man, like you, you forget about the world. You know, you're you're there. You're in the moment, and and man it's it's so, it's so it's such a like form of therapy so i, yeah. I, I want to ask something personal if that's okay yeah um because um ollie i think I, I think i'm right it'd be weird if i wasn't but obviously you're not a veteran no. i'm not a veteran um and i mean I, I think a lot of us as you know friends of veterans or family members that have had veterans, we we, yeah. we hear the word ptsd a lot right right and we know what it is from a from a super high level from a from a news and a and maybe even a textbook level, right, right. right? But I don't think a lot of us know what it is from a personal level, like living with it and how that manifests in your life. Like how would oh, how does it actually like what it, the effect it has on your life, right? Oh, and yeah. so, yeah. like, I'm, would you, could you break that down for for those of us that don't understand what it's like to live with something like that okay. coming back? Um, so, like from my personal experience, um, so my PTSD comes from. Uh, seeing a marine commit suicide okay so that's that's it he was uh 
he was there he was at our facility for training and he he hung himself in our bathroom wow okay so you know a lot of veterans have different ptsd some comes from combat related situations uh, mine is not from combat related situation it's from from this situation so at the time i you know i was a supervisor what we call non-commissioned officers in the marine corps and so he was in my bathroom and we went in there and we couldn't get him down wow. no nobody had you, uh, we didn't even have a knife on us we were in an office office um like an office you know, setting office setting exactly yeah. so uh we finally were able to cut him down it was too late um and it just stuck with me ever since you know what I mean? it's crazy i wouldn't be able to be talking about this two years ago without sure. mountain biking and and actually seeking the therapy that i seeked out through the va um and so uh you know i didn't think about it for a long time i tried to push it to the back of my head but yeah. i didn't realize that everybody around me was noticing how i was acting right so i had extreme hypervigilancy so no don't matter doesn't matter where i go i'm locking the door if i go to to anybody's house i'm locking the door behind me uh at home you know um i i couldn't sleep because i was constantly locking my door it's like uh, you you feel like fear is like i'm sorry you feel like there's a threat coming no matter what yeah you know what i mean um and I, I, that's just how it was for me um i would i would you know be up all, all night checking all my cameras at my house wow. uh I mean, you know, and, and, and back to military service, not only with that situation, but everything else. I mean, I got to the point where when I first got home, I was sleeping with a handgun under my, wow. my pillow. Yeah. You know, I mean, why was I doing that? There's yeah. no real threat here. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm at home. Um, and, you and, know, I'm, and I'm guessing that from that point on, like it kind of cascades on your life because it, you're probably not resting properly. You're it probably does. stressed out. There's, it there's other stuff that it kind of starts. Yes. Yeah, it kind of starts to cascade from from yeah. that. Right. So so Greg just said relationship issues. And I mean, I, you know, I had several girlfriends, you know, prior now I'm married now, but prior to that. And like looking back, I feel like a total jerk because it. I acted in a certain manner and I, I didn't realize I was acting like that and 100% it was the PTSD wow. that I was dealing with you know what I mean so that, that's my, my personal thing um, as far as you know how I've kind of lived with it um, you know bouts of anger out of nowhere you know just different stuff like that and I try to hide it pretty well I try to be like you know funny and maybe that's like a coping mechanism that, that I try to do is to try oh, to joke sure. around about everything right. And I think that leads to the stereotype of a lot of like mental illness or, you know, when someone's going through something that they think that because they're smiling or laughing all the time, that things are great. Yeah. Right. Like that's a, yeah. that's well, especially we, with social too. Right. You don't get exactly. the full picture ever. We've heard that a yeah. long time. And that's why they always say, right. Like check on your friends, even right. if they look like they're okay, because right. they're, they may not be. Yeah, right. absolutely. So that, that's, that's me. I'll, I'll let Greg. Well, yeah, real quick too. I mean, one thing I don't want to get away from and Greg, we'll get to your sure. situation. Cause yeah. I'm sure it's sure. very special unique to you, but PTSD, I think, doesn't get enough of a spotlight. It's starting to grow more popularity as some of the organizations that support, like, you know, veterans and whatnot, like Black Rifle Coffee or, sure. or whoever start to put a bigger spotlight on the yeah. community as a whole. Yeah. Um, but when you hear PTSD, autom you automatically think the government's going to take care of whoever is suffering right. from it. But <laughs> what people don't get is that PTSD is also the person who's been a victim of abuse at home. Sure. Uh, right, right. person who's Absolutely. been being all their yeah, life. Yeah, PTSD is not. It manifests and, 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 in, yeah, yeah, in it's not very exclusive. No, it is no, not. not Absolutely not. And, and I think not. as no. more attention gets placed on the regular person, the regular civilian uh, who is suffering from PTSD the same way that a military veteran would be, um, I think the, the care might improve. 
Yeah, yeah there was a, that's the hope, not right? Not to derail this, but to, to your point, Ali, there was a study that was done like a couple of years ago, and they studied kids that grew up in gang neighborhoods, right. and just and, about and yeah. almost all of them, like something like seventy percent of them, had PTSD. Yeah. Sure. Of, of from, course they did. From you know what I mean? Up, from growing up in super shitty, violent neighborhoods. Sure. And it's amazing how we have a society like of people that are. I think we have a lot more people suffering from PTSD in the society than we're aware of, I guess is my point. Yeah, and that, you know, that's that's one of the big things of Bomber Crew. It's not, It doesn't only cater to veterans. We, we call it veterans and friends because yeah. we know that, you know, PTSD and, and mental health isn't exclusive right. to, to, to service members. You know sure. I mean? Everybody out there goes through different Violence, things in life. Abuse, exactly. All, all kinds of, it, yeah. of stuff. So, man, we open it up to everybody. You don't have to be a veteran. You, you can be anyone you and know proof i'm here i mean i met yeah. you guys a while ago i yeah. think when you guys were first starting it yeah. it was it, it, it kind of hit it kind of hit home pretty quick yeah yeah i mean it, it does for a lot of our riders you know some guys are you know we have guys going through through divorces and and and, and different stuff man and it oh, just hell. yeah like just yeah. a lot of different stuff you know nobody nobody lives this beautiful fairy tale life and right. and, and you know and that's why we, we veterans and friends come yeah. ride bikes you that's know cool. yeah. so Greg. yeah you know uh, um i i suffer from a, a ptsd myself i was i was in combat in, in iraq 2003 part of a surgical company so uh so you know we took a lot of casualties and stuff like that before we say this i was a i was a combat field medic for marines a navy corpsman so uh yeah so i was uh you know with the marine corps detachment and stuff like that so the things that I've seen, are, you know, are are. I mean, if you've watched any kind of uh, war movie, it's like that, it's except for real stuff. Yeah, except yeah. for real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to say that being shot at is not that much fun, and so uh, it's not as fun as it looks like in the in the movies. And so that itself uh, will will bring on a certain set uh, type of uh, uh, of problems, you know. And then you know, uh, the larger thing that 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 happens is that you go through those kinds of things in a whole different other side of the world, and then you're supposed to come back and just be the person Normal. that you were yeah. when you got you back go, go back to who you were before you correct left. that is right. uh, that's impossible it's uh, for the things that that i i've seen myself and and uh and the the experiences that, that i've had and my friends have had you know uh it's one of the reasons why veterans kill themselves every day 22 the average 22 per day wow. kill themselves and uh, i've i've had a, a bunch of people that I served with kill themselves, uh, or since I got out in 05. Wow. You know, so um, it, it's just, uh, it, it, it's something that we deal with that, that happens, and that, you know, this whole bravado thing where you're not supposed to, like, feel those feelings and stuff like that, it's impossible, and it and it's to the detriment to that person and, and to our society. So, you know, as Freddie and, and Freddie and I have had these conversations before, uh, before all this started, because of our shared experience, you know. So uh, we decided to try to do something about it, you know what I mean, and get the word out and try to mitigate as much as one can uh, um, people not taking their lives and getting on and getting in shape. And and that when you're on a trail and you're going downhill. And it's sketchy. You don't have to. You can't think of anything else. Right. It's you're just dialed. You're in. dialed in. Yeah, and that's kind of the beauty of mountain biking, right? right. It forces you to be in the moment. Yes. Right. You, yes. It forces you to focus on what you're doing. Yes. Right. I call now. it a near life experience. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean? So yeah, you're experiencing life right there at the moment. Not, yeah. Nothing. Uh, Twitter, 
uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing. the Kardashians. You, you I didn't take a single no. picture yeah. of that trail. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. literally think about nothing but what you're doing. Right. Shit, I forgot the Instagram. Right. The, most, the most forethought that you have is what's coming five seconds Correct. ahead. That's the you furthest I mean? ahead you're thinking. And the guy that's behind you, uh, you know, may, may be pushing you or the guy in front yes. of you. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, and that's, that's what uh, helps me and, yeah. and Freddie and others like us. So we're able to just leave it out on the trail. And and then uh, and 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 it's to the betterment of our lives, our personal lives, our relationships, and stuff like that. And uh, you know, and 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 that's what we're here for. And so, it's very uh, it's amazing for us that uh, just the, the, so many people come out on on a day like this. It's, yeah, it's, I'm it's, glad it's, you said that because you guys have not been around for very long right. as a legitimate, like as a as a group. Yeah. Sure, right. Yeah, we're, and we're new. We're, yeah. And I think um, I went. I think on one of your one of your first rides, not sure. the first, but w- yeah. early on. Yeah. Um, and to see like clearly the message resonates because yeah. where you guys have come from that ride sure. to this ride sure. the group has grown exponentially sure. yeah. a lot of like, people here a yeah. lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Are a lot here. Of people here and yeah. that was my question to you guys when i first came on i said i want to see kind of like you know there's a lot of new riders sure. per- yeah, like period just because of covid yeah. and all a lot of yeah. new riders yeah. but there's a lot of there's also like this right the support that people are looking for sure um, and the, clearly it resonates because this group has just been exploding and you guys are doing good work you guys have been on a few shows already I, I yeah. saw yeah. right yeah. yeah we were on the segment uh, last Sunday yeah um, that was super cool and that that was kind of brewing for a while um, there was there's another big group named Transcend and they that's had right. a huge ride up at Snow Valley and that's where I met Mark from from uh, the segment and I. I I just gave him and his kids some stickers and yeah. we started. He was like, oh, you guys are Bomber Crew? I, I was surprised that he even knew who we were, yeah. you know? And then it just, we, we, we started talking and it started brewing from there. So it's, it's, it's been cool to be able to, to get on different platforms and spread the word. That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty cool. I mean, I think what you're doing here is really solid because it's funny. I had a moment where Veterans Day happened and I'm like, okay, where's the flag picture? I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. And I started like looking into facts about veterans right. and how... 50% of veterans are likely to become homeless, yeah. you know, yeah. yep. right, and out right. on the streets and the, yep. and the people that you like stick your nose up at and think like, oh, fucking get a job. And meanwhile, this guy is suffering through some major oh, shit, yeah. right? Yep. And he's underneath an underpass. And here we're all on Instagram. Like, thank you so much. It's like, well, if you right. want to fucking exactly. thank him, yeah. why don't you go give some money to a charity that's helping yep. these guys out? And I put a charity on my Instagram. I threw a hundred bucks in just to put my fucking dick where my where my mouth is oh right. my God. that is terrible <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I can um, edit that out no <laughs> put uh you shouldn't put it you should never <laughs> ever put that out that's a new quote for, it's a new patch actually <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and what, what, what happened was I put a hundred bucks in and then one of our friends mutual friends Matt and Beth they put 50 in and then nothing You're right Exactly. And a lot of people liked yeah. it. I'm like, well, don't yeah. like it. Go yeah, yeah. give to it. And maybe yeah. they did. Maybe they went another way around. I'd love to address that. You but, know, uh, I can tell you from my per- uh, how I feel personally, and I think a lot of a lot of us feel. Uh, so I joined in 1994 before there was a thank a veteran movement at all. A matter of fact, yeah. I remember join, uh, when I told some of my teachers that I joined the military. They're like, "Why did you do that?" No, you know I remember. I, mean? I was in you know? I was in high school in '94. Sure. And the most I remember is the. Um, the, or, the the yellow ribbons sure. were going around because sure. because that was, that was a, just after Desert Storm. Desert Storm, Storm yes. Exactly. Oh, wow. exactly. So troops right. are coming back. And, and I grew right. up in San Diego, which is a huge military sure. town. 
right? So I yeah. remember the yellow ribbon on the on the Coronado Bridge. Absolutely. There were yellow ribbons sure. everywhere. And everywhere you went, it was yellow ribbons. Yeah. But it was always, like, superficial. Sure. Totally. Like, it was just, it was, yeah. I it's, hate to say it, but it was for show. Sure. Like, when, when you scratch under the surface, sure. there wasn't a whole lot of action. No. No, no, and 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 so you know, it. Ha- I mean, I've probably been thanked ten times today, minimum. But and so it's not that we don't. We 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 are thankful for that kind of uh, uh, you know your observation, right? Right. But you know, it seems to me, and I, I'll say this for for me, it seems to me that it makes people feel very good yes. to say thank you for a veteran, and then they go to their lives and worry about their Netflix account and their you know their fucking Amazon or whatever, and then and they feel good and they yeah. sleep uh, sleep fine, and then you know. Uh, it, if we had as much action as we had on those two previous things, Amazon and Netflix, we we would have veterans in homes. We would have, you know, psychological units for vet, or for veterans, and maybe not just for veterans, and but for people that, right. you know, I have a medical background, so you know, I and and I'm still in, uh, in uh, dealing in medicine myself, so I see the 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 people that need psychological help and we just don't have any infrastructure for that whatsoever right and so uh whether it's, it be for veterans it's lip service or it's it's 100 percent lip service yeah. and you can uh, i i i don't know what your your side is or whatever and you guys can beat me up on that no. but but i'm telling you that's the way it is no so. i think um you know there's a couple there's a couple points that come to mind um one of them for me is i same thing i was i went to a very like creative and artistic high school sure. actually my whole life i went to art schools my entire life um but i was lucky enough in that i they were always very challenging in in ideologies sure right it was never it was there was never what i thought to be indoctrination in right. anything. it was always like you have an idea they challenge it good or bad left yeah, or right let's doesn't talk matter, about it right? right let's talk about it and right. one of the things that that my one of my teachers uh taught me back then which stuck with me which has stuck with me to this day is that intention matters sure right 100 you can, you can do something that looks good on the surface sure. no well not context your but intent, intention your intent, your intent right right the reason that you're right. doing it right and so when you tell someone hey thank you for your service where is that coming what, from what's your intent exactly is it to make me feel good or exactly. to make you are you in this it's and the same reason is true when you apologize to someone sure are you apologizing them to make yourself feel better correct. or are you doing it for their benefit correct because i can tell you right now that nine times out of ten is to make yourself feel better 100 it's to relieve your own guilt or it's also right? to be part of the group if right. everyone else is exactly. doing it again i'm gonna 100%. look like a douchebag if i don't right do it, right. right it's to make yourself feel better whether so, it's acceptance whether it's relieving your own self-guilt a lot of things right and i think that's where we as adults now need to check ourselves sure. and understand 100%. you know look let's put it this way look people spend 14 bucks a month on netflix that's a billion dollar company sure right imagine right. what you could do if you put even a f- half of that if you sure seven dollars a month 100 americans put seven dollars a month towards a towards a cause we could literally eradicate whatever cause right. we chose right so freddie freddie had this idea and we've uh, we've helped him. He does the he does the mountain share of work, but we help him his vision come to life. And you know we've we've come with partners with, you know, a tattoo and and stuff like that. And we have uh, sponsors that have come to it. But uh, Freddie and I, if you if you will, have decided to try to make a dent in 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 this situation where we have pe- uh, uh, people suffering from these psychological and. Because we suffer from from it, and we've benefited from this. That that's the idea. So this is our putting it, putting our hand in, right. the, in the pot, and 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 so if everybody could get, you know, 
you know, and, and then guys like you have a podcast and you're trying to get that, uh, that, that, uh, message out. And we're so thankful for that kind of, uh, for that kind of uh, well, exposure. Full full disclosure, I came to this thinking it was just a cool group of guys sure. taking everyone on a run. Frank actually didn't even like really, he might have, I forget shit all the time. <laughs> this and, but, is true. You know, <laughs> we got uh, this firsthand on Friday. He, he might have said something about you guys being a veteran. I didn't know. Sure. Yeah, um, I did. Came in here, we did this whole thing and then to have just sat here and heard actually what we were supporting, what my raffle money went to. Sure. I figured it was for a cause. I just, you know, for me, it's like if I can support a group doing something fun, sure. I'll support you guys, whatever. Um, Thank I think you. we missed a raffle, actually, whatever. Oh, that's my I need another pair of gloves. Yeah, if we need to let you guys go, yeah. I no, understand. No. Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. So, I, I, to, just to touch on what you're talking about right now, um, to where your money is going for with this raffle, uh, there's there's this group, uh, Johnny's Veteran Outreach. Yeah. Uh, so Johnny Saloon in Huntington Beach has his outreach program and it Greg and I have benefited from that in the past. So what they do is they shut down the saloon, they allow veterans and their guests in only, and they give they, they hook you up with drinks and they hook you up with food. Nice. At no cost to the veteran, you know wow. what I mean? Wow. So we were we've been there. We've we've Many been times. there plenty of times. We've networked with other veterans yeah. to, that are dealing with the same stuff we are, you know what I mean? And so, so we were right. like, what if we try to raise a bunch of money so that we could sponsor one such event. You know yeah. what I mean? They're having one today. I think it starts at three. I mean, okay. most of us are not going to be able to make it, but maybe the next event that they do have when, when they do shut down the, you know, the thing, maybe, you know, we can at least pay for a bunch of veterans to go network with each other. Sure. If we just save one life from Build that, their own you know kind of circle yeah. of friends, sure. right? Yeah, but if yeah. we just we just save one life, like somebody sees and they're like, oh, hey, like I'm going to go hang out at the bar over there and see what's happening. I'm feeling I'm feeling low. I'm feeling, you sure. know, I'm in a dark place. And, and, and all of a sudden you go there and we totally change or, or that place or, or dealing with other veterans oh, changes your mind, you know, from hurting yourself to, hey, now there's other guys that are just like me. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes it's as easy there. as giving somebody, sorry to talk over you, but no, as really. giving somebody something to look forward to. Yeah, hey, exactly. Hey, bro, every week we'll be here. And that's, and, and that's what we try to do with this bomber well crew. Said. We host a yeah. ride every Sunday so go. that our veterans and our friends have something to look forward to yeah. at the end of that week, you Major know, the weekend. Yeah. And we try yeah. to make it fun and we laugh and, and, you know, we crash and we pick each other up. Yep. And, and it's all about having a good time. Yeah. And yeah, there's, we definitely want that. There's two really good, really good points to that because, I mean, even when I'm in, like, in a dark place myself, not sure. that dark, right? But, like, um, I'm down. Yeah. Right? I know there's two things that always help me through it. One having something fun to look forward to yeah. and having something that I know is going to be fun no matter how I'm feeling yep. and two having friends like yeah. having that support group yep. whether it's family friends sure. like being able to bounce something off someone yes. without like them coming at you like going well you're just a fucking idiot yeah. right like li actually yeah. listening to you right like actually listening to where you're coming from and listening to to what's really going on even below the surface of just your words right right because sometimes we're not the best at communicating Right? Yeah. What, what's happening no, totally. and that's like and I'm I'm 100% at fault for that like I'll say something and it's like it's kind of what I meant but not really what I meant because yeah. my words just aren't working at that moment yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. or you go on my side and you say exactly what you think and right. people are like you fucking and then think. people are like whoa yeah yeah. I get that a lot yeah. <laughs> I, I like it because at least we're, we're we're already like it's out in the open right? out in the open everybody knows what to expect you know where I'm coming from yeah, so yeah. we can unpack it now all the information's yeah. out there so what's cool about the group is that you know we we a bunch of people come out and ride you know it's not always the same people so you get a bunch true, of different people true. and everybody networks and so what happens is you know um they keep in touch outside of the ride right and so since we push this whole like get out of a dark place thing when they go to somebody in the group 
they they don't they don't like they know they're not going to get judged. The expectation you know I mean? is already built. It's right. already it's you already know <laughs> right? like if you're having an issue yeah. if you're having an issue talk to us because that's, so that's why we're here and, and it that's is why this whole to talk thing to someone is. who yeah. is a veteran right who understands yeah. somewhat where you're coming from yeah. and the and culture that goes to context right? right that goes to right. context right ah, so when 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 a veteran to veteran and we're talking about you know like been in combat or you know whatever had had a friend kill himself or something like that most of us have that context and we can we can and we can just hear it yeah. You know, we don't have to say, you know, I've been there too. We can just hear it. And and they know that they're not going to be judged for it and, and stuff like that. And and uh, and and then they just come fo- out of that place. And it, it just seems to just happen. You it's know what I mean? It's amazing, isn't it? How sometimes it is, just it's like pretty hearing great. yourself say those I words. I mean, I've been, been so DM'd. He's been DM'd. You know, like yeah. I was in a dark place and I, I and I was and I was on the downward spiral. And your guys, your guys, your guys' thing has has just lit me up. And I and I've got some fire inside of me now. And I got something. To, I have something to look forward it's to. Just someone yeah. to stoke that yeah. little flame yeah. totally. that's, that's dwindling. Yeah. And right? if that happens once in yeah. this whole thing, yep. then that's it's yeah. been worth it. It yeah. goes so back cool. to the adjacent possible. Yep. Where yeah. people who are like. Like we always talk about this, Frank brought it up like a long time ago when we. It was kind like of one of our out. first podcasts. One of the yeah. first ones about the adjacent possible. You know, for us on the off-road side, it's like giving kids, for instance, in like sure. inner cities, the opportunity to like you know want to get out there. We were doing collections for camp gear for uh, underprivileged uh, families and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and unfortunately that didn't really take off, but yeah. we'll have to get back into some. Well, COVID like kind of kicked yeah. in the dick. Yeah. yeah. Kind of totally kicked everything in the dick. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, but we got into the whole Jason Possible thing, but this is kind of similar to that. Sure. Where it's like, yeah. hey guys, we know you're struggling. We know you got a little thing in your head that's like you need adrenaline some way, somehow. You need something to give you that little yeah. click, right? Yeah. And it's like, that does it. Mountain biking does it. Sure. Gives you That's why so many of these guys, like I, I worked at 5.11 for almost five years, and you'd see like a lot of our ambassadors, whether it's a... Um, Tim Kennedy, Kennedys or, or whoever, and you see like the kind of lifestyles they all live. Yeah. And it's so intense. And like, they're always doing shit. Yeah. Like skydiving, whatever, yeah. like right. training hard, like still like going overseas. Like yeah. they don't stop. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, this is like perfect for them. Cause it's like, here's another challenge for sure. you. Yeah. Right. Right. You, know? you always think like I used to, when I was a kid, I used to think, oh, that's them. That's for them. Sure. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I mean, and whether it's, you can, you can call it like, whether it's a different um, like social class or it's a different race or it's a different whatever. Like, like I don't shop at like, REI. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. When I was like, when I grew up, we were just talking about this yeah. earlier, growing up in shitty neighborhoods, yeah. right? And I think all three of us did. Uh, Greg, I don't know if you did, but I think most of us grew up <laughs> in, in the barrio. Yeah, see, I grew, up, I grew up sandwiched between two super shitty neighborhoods in San Diego. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be honest, when I used to see like the, the Sunday morning cartoons and those little vignettes on the kids doing like, um, rock climbing sure. or yeah. doing shit that it was always some middle class white kid sure. and I was always like oh that must be cool to be a rich Richie white rich. kid right? yeah like yeah. That, yeah. that seems really fun me yeah. I'm gonna go out and build a, a sandcastle out of dirt and gun shells yeah. like that's <laughs> like that's what I'm gonna go do yeah. you know and maybe I'll find a needle in a crack rock right. you know right. who knows but that was my that was my <laughs> Sunday adventure yeah. right and so like but I never thought, like, hey, Dad, can we go rock climbing? That never crossed my yeah, mind to ever ask for totally. that yeah. or to go mountain biking, right? It wasn't until we moved into a nicer neighborhood and I saw the next-door neighbor kid riding a mountain bike right. and the other kid, and I was like, oh, wait, yeah. wait, we're I, I'm part of this. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And so totally. that's kind of where the adjacent possible came from. Like, for Ali and I, we're just like, look, man, a lot of times it's just about telling someone, hey, you can do this. It's not just for somebody else, yeah. Yeah. right? Like, this is... This is what's possible for you to do. Right. So, 
So yeah, we're all posing for a photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nick, yeah. one of our guy, one of our original What's crew up, Nick? Nice. members. Yeah, just going back to back to you know uh, what Greg was saying about you know helping guys and. Are you gonna do the raffle? Yeah, we're. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. I saw it coming up. Yeah. Like, we'll go, we'll go up there in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could pause and we can come back to it. Um, if you want to finish your? I'll I'll just say what uh, I was saying. Yeah, um, go ahead. You know, he's saying that s some guys actually get on. You know, reach out and, and say, hey, thanks guys. You know, I was feeling this way. I've had guys' wives contact me on Instagram and say, hey, my husband doesn't want to say anything, but thank you for making him feel this way. Yeah. You it know probably I mean? helps their relationship. Oh, totally, oh, yeah. totally. Like, I haven't seen him smile this way in a long wow. time. He's so excited for the next ride. Wow. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And it's like just those messages right there. Like, I mean, this it, it, it takes a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like, the coordinating rides and, and, and doing all this stuff. Uh, it, it take, it's a lot of work, you, you know, know? You know what it goes back to, dude? We just don't take care of... It's like, I was going to use the example... It's community. Of, well, I was going to take... I was going to make it's an example community. of a dog, yeah. but I don't want people to get all pissed off. Yeah, online. I know. But I love dogs when it's security guards, but we'll say a security guard for a, for an office building. Sure. Like, you'll pay the security guard, you'll make sure he has a break room, he has yeah. facilities, he has his basic needs met, yeah. and you pay him because he's securing you, right? Right. We have a security guard called the uh, Armed Forces, and they go right. and they keep our country safe. Sure. And we pay them, but then we're like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, there's no pension, there's no, right. like, retirement, COBRA, whatever. Yeah. Like, like, we're not helping them out. Like, there's some, like, there's the VA, and we think no, that's No, when enough. they're done, it's thank you for your service. Yeah, but exactly. That's it. And it's like, it's all exactly right. exactly it. It's and exactly it's a platitude. It. Yeah. Now, uh, the VA has gotten better. It has gotten, you know, I, I got out in 05, and it was... It was far more difficult to get in and do the things yeah, when I, I even back that, then, yeah. but uh, and and I think it's gotten much better. There's always going to be work that needs to be done on some kind of government institution like that, but things have gotten better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, I think, they totally the, and the other part too is is that it was kind of forced to get better because after I, I think the one thing that we're experiencing in this country right now is that we have quite possibly the largest population, the, the largest veteran population ever. Yeah, we've exactly. Been at, we've been in conflict it's for over correct. twenty years. Yep. Yes, right. We right. produced a lot of veterans. Yeah, a lot of a lot of combat a lot war of veterans. Combat veterans, which, uh, which more than we've probably ever ever seen in this country in the past twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's just no doubt about it. I mean, I mean. World War II is only four years long. Right. Uh, four years long. You right. know what I mean? And uh, and we lost a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, during that war. Absolutely. You know. And uh, but now, twenty years. Yeah. You know, you have with hardened combat. You have literal. You have literal generations. Totally. Hundred percent. So uh, yeah, and and those people need to be taken care of. And and that and that commu our community has spoken out. They've yeah. become you know congressmen and representatives and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're like, you are not doing the right thing. Yep. and they know those people us we know what we need you know what i mean so that and and there are there are people working day and night trying to get those things uh uh better you know the infrastructure better for us and uh you know hopefully maybe something that freddie and i and our crew uh, crew's doing is uh helping make a little dent in that as well yeah. you know well, that's like, the intent i had this overwhelming feeling like i would not be bummed if jocko willink was president and I say mm -hmm. that because you got a guy who knows how to make a plan. And to your point, you have all these military members now out there. It's like you're dealing with a different kind of population. I think sure. it's almost like we're back to the point where we may need a military president <laughs> yeah. who understands the, the situation <laughs> of his country yeah. and can put these guys 
to work instead of you guys doing bomber crew it's the united states president well right enacting I w- the change well, to make yeah, sure I that mean, things run forward right what he said is exactly right about like now we've gone through generations of servicemen and veterans where you have men and women excuse me we have veterans and they're getting in positions yeah. of power right yeah. and the the difference is is that is that this is this is a classic example of of how our actions and our history influences our future, sure. right? Because now we've sure. created we've created an 100%. entire population and an entire generation of of veterans, and and not just veterans, of the American public that's been in conflict yeah, for twenty exactly. years, right? And so that's changed the way that we see things, yeah. the what the things that we value, the things that we want to put towards effort in, right? right? Like that's changed the psyche of the American sure. as as the as the nation as a global community. Right. Cool. And so like we're seeing that play out right now. Right. You're seeing that play out now in all of these different uh, forms of government, in the community, in the service. Sure. Right? There's been a lot of changes in the service, too. Yeah. Right. Over the past. Lots over, of changes. Like the military it's as a lot, whole. Right. Lots. There's been a lot of changes. Yeah. If you take the way the military was in in pre 2001. Yeah. Right. In the late 90s. Yes. And you take it to and you take a look at it at what it is now. It's I mean, shit. Look at even days. the difference in, in the type of conflict. Mm-hmm. We don't even use Humvees anymore for nah. obvious reasons. Yeah. Right. Like that vehicle was I was talking to a guy who was telling me how terrible those things There's were a Humvee in, in the, the distance, beginning. By the way. Yeah. yeah. It's parked in the parking lot. Yeah. He was telling me how horrible those vehicles are in the Middle East because of IEDs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. because they weren't built for that kind of conflict. Yeah. When I was in when I was in combat, we had vinyl doors. Yeah. <laughs> right. It just we're getting shot like, at. Right. <laughs> And we have vinyl doors, right. I, I, like, like literal my, vinyl my, doors. My front door of my house is stronger. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Correct. The Correct. front door of my FJ yeah. is stronger. And, and vinyl doesn't block anything. No. <laughs> I it was either, want to be very clear on that point. It was either the V-22 Ospreys <laughs> right. or your armor. Exactly. Eddie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you'd have to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we we had uh, ba- uh, we had armor plates uh, when we when because uh, I was part of a surgical company, and we had division guys coming through that didn't have them, and we gave them our our armor plates uh, because out of your vest, one hundred percent pulled them right out. Uh, you know, if I found a, a a grunt that didn't have a, a armor plate, I was I would try to find him one. Wow, you know what I mean? Crazy. Because they didn't have them. Yeah, it, it just everything was just so uh, you know we were just pushed over there so quickly wow. that uh, uh, that. Um, we they just didn't have them the yeah. infrastructure wasn't there it, it was not you wow. know and so uh yeah i mean uh huh. it's this has been good guys i mean it's uh oh, yeah. we really appreciate well, the, uh, for the raffles yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you guys go still, we'll, yeah. take, we'll take a break still to have you on yeah. thanks and we'll, we'll come back and wrap it up all right cool all right all right so we just did the raffle we're back uh man they did well they do they got a they got huge a lot turnout. of people they sold like a few hundred raffle a tickets. Lot of tickets. Five a lot of tickets. Five bucks a pop. Yeah, a so, lot of tickets. You know, I think they might have raised easy like 1200 something dollars out of that raffle. Yep. Which is yep, for Johnny's. It did pretty well. Yep. Pretty well. So today was awesome. It was uh, some unexpected parts of it. It got deeper than I thought it would. I didn't yeah. realize the connection with the Veterans Day piece. Oh, I yeah. didn't really look at the flyer. Actually, <laughs> actually, the flyer didn't even like, come through when you first sent it. Oh, I really? Just, I just knew I had to earmark part of my Sunday morning right. to come out for a to ride. To come out for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm stoked that you guys came out. That You and Sam. Yeah, man. I'm stoked that you guys came out, man, because this drive. is, for me... Um, this is a big part of my life, right? Like this is like mountain biking, bikes in general. That's kind of like that's my world, right? And yeah. like I, I grew up there. I've been doing this since I was 16. I started working in a bike shop when I was 18. So I have a lot of years in the bike industry. Um, so I'm glad that I got to share yeah. with you guys. And I you mean, guys you work out. at Shimano, so you were sponsoring the event with laser helmets. Correct. Yep. 
Correct. Yeah. So I help these. Guys. I've been helping these guys out from from the beginning. Nice. Um, with helmets and you know other swag uh, to help promote what they're doing, to drive their cause, um, and spread the word. Right. Dude, Whatever we dude, can do to kind of spread the word. Those laser helmets are freaking bitching. Yeah, they're nice. This is what we didn't we didn't rehearse this, but um, <laughs> when I had my so I had a really gnarly crash. I think it was on the podcast a while ago. I forget. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I forget. Lo and behold, <laughs> uh, but I got concussed. My helmet was trashed. And so Frank's like, you do know I work for Shimano, right? I'm like, yeah, but I never think about it. And uh, like, I really never get discounts from you or anything like. Well, you never really need anything. Yeah, I mean, I just just a friend. Yeah, because that that's the beauty of Shimano is that it just works. So I don't really get hit up a whole lot no, over first yeah. that breaks. Yeah, like you, you're not often messing things up. But yeah, in no. The, in the case of a helmet, you go down, you want to replace that. Correct. Helmet. Um, especially like a hard head injury. Yeah, I remember yeah, I was telling you, you were like, oh, no, it's good. I was like, no, no, no if dude. you crash that I mean, hard. It's fine. No, it's not <laughs> fine. If you crash that hard, if you crash hard on the helmet, yeah. it's done. Yeah. It is. It, it, don't try and ride it again. It will not protect you a second time. Replace the helmet. And that's why we offer a crash replacement discount. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're one of the few you know brands. it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. That's the whole point of, of it. So um, lasersport.com us is our website and we do offer a crash replacement on a nice. helmet so um if you do happen i think it's like a 50 percent discount it's significant oh shit yeah it's significant so oh, so you buy a helmet and then you screw up you're still yeah you take a you of. take a digger nice and uh you know you can you can come back and we'll uh we'll we'll hook you up we'll Dude, take care of you on a, on a second one speaking of diggers we talked about it a little bit at the first part of this but like today was just so freaking epic in today terms was of beautiful dude. the kind of stuff i rode that you totally take a digger on um, and just being able to navigate around yeah. and not really push myself to a point of where I was going to get injured, um, it was it was a lot of fun because there was a lot of opportunities to injure yourself. In this there trail. is that's the that's the thing about a lot of these trails is that they're um, when someone says, "Oh, is it an easy trail or is it a hard trail?" Yes, whatever you want. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's both yes. because um, you can very easily stay center line and it's just a smooth, flowy, beautiful trail, um, or <laughs> You can. <laughs> Look at Andy. Oh, my God. Is that Trucky? What's up, Andy? Um, or Where are my photos? Um, or you can take the, the lines that run right next to the trail that are part of the trail, but they're just left or right. right. And, I mean, there's some full-on jumps. There's gaps. Um, there's lots of berms. And, like, you Dude. can really get – you can get you wild. Go, you go fast. And oh, yeah. There's, there's the support in case you are going fast. Yep. Actually, if you don't go fast, it kind of – fucks with you a little bit right? yeah yeah it actually this is one of the things that's that's true i think of mountain biking in general speed is your friend yeah i've i said to everyone it sounds scary right um but nine times out of ten the What's momentum up, will carry you through it so no that's it's so true like you know and and things feel smoother it's kind of when you're just regular off-roading yeah. like you go a little bit faster yeah. and that like choppy road yep. doesn't feel so choppy yep. anymore exactly um i'm super stoked that we actually pulled off recording the first part and the second part live that is we've had Instagram. some we've we, had some technical difficulties on the on a more basic level <laughs> i feel like there's a potential for a two-way conversation right now there is it yeah. just gets kind of awkward if you're listening to the podcast later but yeah but yeah but there totally is and i think we should i think we should do this in the future where we just do a live and then people can just, ask and yeah you know, like we just yeah. do 20 30 minutes live or, 20, or a what 20 do you minute guys session. think yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we'll just jump on live, and we'll just make that like another little like mini show, yeah. Right, where you guys would do Q and As, and we can talk about like, like maybe it's tech, maybe it's build, maybe it's you know how many beers can we drink before we can't walk anymore? Ooh. Who knows? Right, like all that fun stuff, right? Um, so, you know what I would also like to to do. Speaking of community involvement, is mm -hmm. we talked about it briefly on the trail. Actually, the trail is a great place to just clear your head and like have like little hundred percent, yeah. And I had one. I <laughs> had a thought. And the thought was, 
is for our meetups for Orange County, um, San Diego, soon LA once we figure out a new location with uh, yeah. with Milestar. Yeah. But it's like, what if we found an ambassador per each event and we changed it up? So out of the out of our regulars, guys that have been coming out for a while, um, just have them kind of maybe host like host it for like their circle of friends yeah. and their like crowd and group they're, and I mean just people, they're the host. The community will get to know each person exactly over a period of time. Uh, different people will get the opportunity to have a spotlight because I was thinking about it. This this whole Rick for Dirt thing is not really you and me. No. And the thing that made it super special when I even first started going when it was just your uh, rigs and coffee meetups mm -hmm. was just being able to go and feel part of a community, yes. part of a, a group. Yes, 100%. And I think, you know, we've been doing the podcast and we've been kind of like posting about it like through Rick for Dirt's like social and it started to feel like it's... Uh, more of an organization than a people's group. Correct. Yeah, and I'm so with you on that. Yeah. I was thinking like, you know, it's it still is what it was. I think we kind of normalized some things and we put some processes in place that have made our lives at least a little easier to manage being part of it and then also, um, you know, bringing the podcast to you guys every two weeks, which is, you know, crazy. I mean, literally tomorrow Sunday and this is the episode that's going out. Tomorrow. tomorrow morning, yeah, yeah. You guys morning. are getting it early, yeah. um, <laughs> on online. But uh, yeah. but the reality is, is it's it's a lot of work, right? So, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna go home and edit this episode. Yeah, right. I'm gonna watch some F1 and then I'm gonna edit this episode, and you guys will see it um, in less than 12 hours. Yeah. So I mean, I guess my point is, is maybe we can involve some of you guys to kind of help um, just lead the community, at least on the meetup side. Um, and then we'll take care of this side and yep. we'll, all, we'll all do good together. I like that idea of kind of like doing basically like a, like a kind of like a community spotlight. Right. right. So someone is in charge um, this month of of OC or San Diego or whatever. Right. And then next month it's somebody else. And it does. It kind of allows us to introduce the community to the other people that are contributing also yeah. to, to what's happening locally. It's not like you said, it's not just us. I mean, it, it's like it's almost like the requisite would be like you have to host it and then you have to like shake hands and kiss babies. Yeah, you're like the what do they call those guys in parades? Yeah, right, the grandmaster the, yeah, the, or something. The, yeah, the the, the grand marshal, the grand marshal or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's you. You're the grand the, wizard. Yeah. Of, no. Oh no, no. Oh wait, oh wait, wrong one. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but we're not gonna make you sit on a float and wave. You're not gonna have to no, do the. No. You're not gonna have to do this. No, but it's just like, hey, you you do it. You do it. See how it is. Maybe ah. you get some appreciation for what we have to put up. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, I think I think it'd be good. I, I miss I miss just coming together. Now that COVID's like whatever, and I've already had it, and my kids have had it, and I didn't get it again because I have antibodies, and we're all good now. And a lot of you guys are getting vaccinated, and everyone's just kind of taking care, and people are starting to get over all this. It's good for us to all come back together and and bring back the community. I mean, we've got the show and swap coming up next weekend on yep. Saturday on the 20th of November, the 2021. So if you guys are listening to this in the future, hello from the past. <laughs> and um, the following weekend, we're going to be at a <laughs> we're going to be at um, Joshua Tree at Sunfair yep. uh, Dry Lake the Bed. Sunfair Dry Lake Bed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Where we're going to be doing a cleanup. Yeah. So you know, we've got some great community events coming up. It's similar to like you know our Rick for Dirt camp out that we had. Um, we're going to be able to come together, just have a good time, do some good, and uh, and just start start breaking our our hangout legs in again. Yeah, you know, get for, back for to all it. you holdouts, come, get back to it. To come out. Yep, exactly. No, it's good, man. I'm yeah. stoked. I'm ready to start kind of like just get things in motion again and let's move forward. Um, start moving forward. Start, yeah, start getting back forward. to the way things used to be. 
Well, dude, this was an awesome, awesome day. Yeah, it was a great day. Thanks I'm for glad, inviting me. Yeah, I'm glad you came out. Uh, got to spin the legs a little bit, got mm -hmm. a little dirty, played in the dirt. Um, dude, there was a couple of times I thought I was going to die. Really? On the uphill. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no. Yeah, this like, does not feel like my Peloton. That's the, that's the one thing about mountain biking that I all, that I truly <laughs> love is that uh, there's no free rides, man. You got to pay to play. Yeah, yeah you guys you guys have a Peloton? I'm at Kate the Jeep, all spelled out. Come find me. We'll ride together. All right. So much easier than the shit we just did. Um, should we pay some bills, dude? Yeah, let's pay some bills. Uh, so first up is our uh, our good friends um, at Rebel Off Road who are in Texas right oh, now. Oh man, they just had their opening. Their grand party opening. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So those guys are out in Texas. Um, hey, Joe Cal, what's up, fellas? What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, so they've you know they've been with us for a very long time before they were even sponsored of the podcast and supported the podcast um they're one of our kind of close uh and trusted advisors and one of the first shops that had their yeah. hands on kate yeah you know? and like, same thing for the fj like they even worked they worked but they were working on stuff when i had the f-150 um yeah. they so frank 150 yeah exactly <laughs> so really good dudes really knowledgeable um they'll work on just about anything so um they've got a great a great crew over there i've seen them do um Humvees. Yeah. I've seen them do, you know, dodges and now they've got their big dually that they that they did some work on and uh, you know, it's not just Jeeps. So check them out. Yep. Uh, rebeloffroad.com. They've got armor for Jeeps or for JLs and JTs. Um, all kinds of good stuff on that website. And Evan, um, who's the marketing guy over there, has been doing some Dude, solid work on that website. Work. Yeah. Such good work. So check them out. Raidfinder.com. Uh, <laughs> check them out. Rebeloffroad.com. <laughs> Um, also want to say what is up to our boys over at Milestar. Uh, as you know, we had to cancel LA. It's, you know, it's nothing to do with our relationship with Milestar. We're still going to be doing LA together. We're still homies. Yeah, we're still homies. We're still going to do LA together. It's just when you, when you're depending on some of the workforce who works all week and then you expect the guy to come in on a Saturday yeah. to open up the, the it's gates, like yeah. what we need is we need a location that's open. So anybody can just get there. Like, for instance, we just talked about the ambassador thing. Anybody could get there and just, you know, be ready to, like, hang out and high five. Exactly. So we, we don't want to make it super complicated. We don't want to put a lot of barriers to entry in, in doing these things. So, you know, after talking to Martin over at Milestar, we decided let's just take our time, find a solid location that's central-ish. Yep. And because uh, LA is huge. LA is huge, yeah. Um, and then, you know, and, and, and get down. So we'll, we'll be working on that. But right now, San Diego is going really well. Yep. It's got such a good vibe in San Diego. I really, because Plan 9 will open their doors around 10, 30, 11. Yep, exactly. And so it's like beer 30. And we'll start having beers, hanging out. Like they have food too that opens it up. It is super chill. Dude, it's so yeah, chill. Good super coffee chill. shops. Uh, you come get some off the grid gear. Yep. That's my plug. Yep. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's just, just a good time. The vibe is just really good. Yeah. It's, like I can it's easily solid. see us meeting there and then taking off to Anza. Yeah. That you would know? that would be a, a rad plan yeah. next time is like we do one of these one of these meetups, we'll just uh, meet up there and then Maybe we'll just the roll next out. One. Not this because we canceled this month. Correct. There's none in November because we're doing the show and swap, but yep. December we will have one. Yeah, in December yeah. we're going to have one. Maybe in December we go to the desert after. Yeah. Let's tentatively plan. Just keep an eye out on social and see uh, what's what. What, what date does that land I on? I think I say 18th. Dude, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to spend all day in Escondido. Morning we're going to have um, Off the Grid, uh, our meetup at Off the Grid. Yep. And then Off the Grid has its warehouse sale. That starts around three-ish or whatever. Yeah. Like, we go straight from the Rig for Dirt meetup into the warehouse party, and that sounds like a fun day. That is me. a fun day, actually. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, so there you go. That's happening no matter what. Yeah. We, we had already planned the 18th, so, you know, I think it just worked out. It's we just caravan over there. Dude, there you go. 
Some, Perfect. You know, when the universe aligns, you just allow it to. So next up, um, our other good friend, uh, Jason DeMello from DeMello Off-Road, uh, making fine, fine armor for your Toyotas, Lexus, and soon-to-be Ford. Fine wares for your Bronco. That's right. All that bling, all that jewelry hanging off is dripping dude, off and, the front and, and the, the rear. And the Broncos are out now, so he's yeah. actually getting product out. Yep, he oh, is. Oh, dude. Um, he's, getting, he's got sliders. He's got front and rear bumpers, mm -hmm. um, and he does installs. So if you uh, if you're hesitant or just don't have time, um, and you want to just show up and roll out with your new with your new wares, um, give them a shout. They'll get you scheduled. They'll get you the pricing. They'll get you squared away. Um, again, that's for. Toyotas, Lexus, and soon Fords. I think yeah. he might already have them. I'm not yep. totally sure, uh, but hit him up. I'm sure they'll let you know. Uh, you can you can start uh, being the new kid on the block with the Bronco. Hey, speaking of which, stuff. Jason, my Bronco comes in a few months, so Kurt, the Bronco's coming. Kurt, <laughs> Ashley, Ashley would kill me. It's my wife's actually. I can't <laughs> afford a brand new Bronco, but she's a badass. It can be Kim the Bronco. Yeah, she's my sugar mama. There you go. Um, but Ashley's getting her Bronco, yep. and so I'm gonna be needing to put some shit on there. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, don't forget to check us out at riggedfordirt.com on the Instagrams. That's right. Everywhere you stream on the podcasts, Facebooks. Yep. give us a review. Tell yep. us how much you love us or hate us. I don't care. Check us out. Buy All a the block. good stuff. Yep. Buy a block. <laughs> it's, uh, still, it's still up. We sold one. Again. I don't know, dude. I'll keep I'll keep cutting them. You keep buying. I'll keep cutting. Slanging the block. You know, it's really it's, it's it makes a fantastic doorstop. It's super safe as a doorstop. It's five letters, uh, just like crack. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know why you want it so bad, but yeah, you gotta have it. You just gotta have it. Makes it. you feel good. Yeah. Block is mm -hmm. block is fantastic. Dude, like my it's all natural, my biodegradable. Selling, dude, my biggest selling point was worse. It's a survival tool. It is. You could hit somebody with it. Yeah. You could burn it for yep. warmth. Yep. Uh. You could eat, chew on it and kind of make you feel a little better for yeah, a minute. Yeah, I mean, you can make blocks too. It's all good. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, dude. So yep. it's even, it even makes a really a really horrible pillow in a, in a pinch. But so. very Japanese, very Eastern, I would say. You know, the small block pillow. I mean, I've seen blocks. Head. I've seen blocks sold at, at like Walmart in the yoga section for like thirty bucks. Yeah, so dude. Twenty five bucks. Yoga, bro. Yeah. Yoga. I'm telling for you, dude. For your next flow and meditation. I'm telling you. I'm just block, saying. Block is 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 a homie. He's a friend. He's he's the friend you never knew you needed. So check uh, out Block. You, know, you guys want to hate? Go ahead, hate. But I, I will not prevent somebody from buying their wood. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in uh, some yeah. states, you get arrested for it. But, yeah. You know. Whatever. So um, we also have patches and t-shirts for sale. So check that out. Um, and <laughs> thanks for listening. We always appreciate you guys and spreading the word and telling your friends. Um, sharing is caring. To Thank our you, Spanish speakers. That's right. Thank you. I'm Frank I'm at Truckee McTruckface. Oh, sorry. I just, no, please say that one more time. <laughs> Where are you at? Frank Lenz. He, he hasn't even told you guys about Frank Lenz, really. It's his own little deal, but he's a really good photographer. <laughs> so if you guys want to see some bitch in photography, you can check that one out. Is it Frank dot Lenz? It's Frank's underscore Lenz. Oh, underscore. You Frank's never, underscore Lenz. Dots and underscores screw me up. I know. Dashes. I know. So yeah, you can find me at Trucky McTruckface and at Frank's underscore Lenz. Frank? Oh, Frank's. Like yeah, Frank's. Your like lens. it's my Lenz. Oh, dude. I, I just thought it was like Frank Lenz. Like I go by Bond. James Bond's like Lenz. Oh, no. Frank Lenz. <laughs> I heard that movie's good. It is good. We yeah. saw it actually. Actually, you know what? Not to derail on a tangent. Um, Don't derail the tangent. Dude, <laughs> I we were saying goodbye. Yeah, we were saying goodbye minutes ago. Um, I haven't been to a movie theater in probably two years. Uh, oh, and you we went and went, saw it in the theater. I went. Shannon and I were talking, and we're like, "Dude, let's be old people and go to a matinee <laughs> on a on a Wednesday." And we did. We were like one of six people in the get whole your theater. AARP yeah, discount. We had like we had like we're not that you old. You see the white? Yeah. yeah. We had our. Um, we were in an IMAX theater, and we were one of six people. And we saw the new Bond movie, dude. It's good. 
I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's and on I Apple also, TV. I'm going to watch it in my house. I also didn't realize how much I missed the theater experience. Yeah, like, the popcorn. The popcorn, dude. the soda, the, the the stadium seating, the sound. Sour Patch Kids that I hate, but my Massive wife loves. scream. Yeah. Like, dude, I was... I, I was very the actual audio system. Like, yes, what? I was. I was very excited. So, um, but I'm telling you right now, dude. The now that we can work from home and we can have this kind of flexible hours, uh-huh. the the four o'clock matinee is clutch, <laughs> dude. That's like that's where it's at. If anybody's out of the office at four, that's, that's we right. know what's up. That's right. That's where we're <laughs> that, at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. I'm at the movies. <laughs> yep. So on that note, <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening, guys. I'm Ali. Uh, I didn't even say bye. I didn't. Ali, Ali, I Kate the Jeep. Okay. I was about to let you say bye. <laughs> My only account. I'm yeah. Rick for dirt. Thanks, guys. Bye. Guys.